0: the hard shoulder on Newstalk with Nissan's big electric switch. Scrappage is now available on your old car when you switch to a 100% electric Nissan Leaf.
1: Well, you may have noticed that it's becoming harder to get access to your online banking. Have you spotted an irritating extra step of having to enter a texted code before being able to make a payment and wondered why you're being asked for it? Well, this is one of the many impacts that is coming from the PSD2. What, Ivan? The Payment Services Directive. Apparently, this is an EU directive. It may make banking and other financial transactions safer. Well to explain it all the Idiot's Guide because the idiots all listen to the hard shoulder Sinead Ryan presenter of the Home Show here on News Talk on Saturday mornings and our consumer expert in the consumer corner uh, tells us everything we need to know. Who introduced this and why?
0: Good evening Ivan. Well um, yes the Payment Service Directive well the first thing is it's not new it was originally brought in in 2007 and it was part of that whole consultation consolidation of European banking, getting everybody kind of borderless in terms of their financial services. It's worked okay In a lot of cases, you can bring your visa card anywhere and use it. You can use your debit card, 14 digits online. That's fine. But there were a lot kind of, of leftover bits that just weren't secure, weren't bedded down and weren't agreed. So the P- Payment Service Directive 2 uh, came on board last year, but it's only now that all the banks really are on board and getting across it and enforcing it. So there's a like, yes, there is. I, I did get a lot of kind of readers onto me saying, oh, my bank is insisting I have to put in this text. It's really annoying. I'm going to move bank. And, and, you know, the truth is, it's all of the banks, it's an EU regulation and everybody has to do it. It is going to make life more is
1: secure. it a one-off or
0: for every transaction it's for every transaction now different banks have taken slightly different nuances about how they're going to implement it but essentially um, it's called strong customer authentication it's an extra step to make sure you are who you say you are when you're making a transaction buying something online or a transferring money and this is really to prevent fraud so the three elements are instead of just saying I, I want to transfer money from Ivan to Aid. Huh, what are mm-hmm. the chances of that mm-hmm. ever happening? And um, you'll now be—you'll <laughs> <not, laughs> now be required to do two steps. So it'll be something you know, something you have. And something you are. And and what that really means is you'll have to put in uh, something you know. So that's your PIN number or your password, something you have. So it could be a card reader, you know, the little gadgets you stick in your card to and, and put it in as a second step or it could be a phone app uh, and something you are. This could be, now this is the controversial one, it could be a fingerprint, it could be an eye retina scan or some voice recognition. So actually most of the banks and most financial institutions and companies are sticking with Uh, An extra code, and that's that's where your text is coming in. So, So what's 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 the
1: benefit of this?
0: Well, the benefit is that if your card, for instance, is taken off you, right, it's stolen, or or you've lost it in some other way, and somebody else tries to transfer money, say, into their own account with it, they're now going. You're going to be sent a, a text on your own phone saying. You have to put in this six digit number before we can make that transaction. So it's an extra step. So unless they've stolen your card and your phone and your identity and and other bits and pieces, it just makes it an awful lot harder.
1: But does it mean if there is still fraud that the banks will take responsibility. So, say three grand is taken out of your account in some transaction. What's the story at the moment in terms of do you forfeit the loss of that money? Are you uh, liable or is it the financial institution?
0: A lot depends on the type of fraud. And, where the fraud has occurred that your account is your card has been skimmed. Now this is very often when you're abroad on holidays you hand it over to a restaurant and they wander off with your card and they come back and maybe they've they've taken an impression of it elsewhere or it's taken a kind of at point of sale. That fraud is and continues to be covered, but the banks can look for a co-payment. So they'll cover it for you, but they may say the first 150 you're liable for. Now that's been changed. It can only be a maximum of 50 euros that they can, they can look for. In fact, a lot of the banks don't look for anything at all. They, they just replace the fraud and that's the end of it. However, where the fraud is committed by you voluntarily handing over your information that's really not the bank's fault. So, you know those scam phone calls mm. you get where people say, oh, you're your my revenue commissioner giving your money revenue, back. Yeah, yep. you give us yep. your details. Now, if you voluntarily hand over your bank details, you can't really expect your bank to pick up the tab for that and generally they won't. So, it depends on the type of fraud. But direct card fraud they will pick it up.
1: Okay. Is there anything else in this directive?
0: Um, There is. Now, so this is what's coming down the line now. There's going to be a consolidation of payment services. And what that means is the middleman has been taken out of the loop. Uh, So, with your permission, and that's really, really important because people can opt out of this if they want you're going to be able to transfer money directly so say you're uh, i'll give you an example you're online buying stuff off amazon very very popular website it will be set up now in the future whereby amazon can go directly go and take payment from your bank account in other words you do not have to enter your card details and your CCV code and the date and the expiry date and all that in it for each transaction you can set it up so that it'll be one transaction and it'll automatically be, automatic be- be taken. Now you have to be really careful about this, the banks have to be really careful and only authorised uh, payment providers can do that to avoid uh, any kind of a scam. So it means that in time you'll be able to say to your bank, it's okay to give money over to my credit union or to this shop over here without me having to go in every single time and enter the details.
1: And why would that be advantageous? Oh, it's just
0: quicker. It's quicker and it's more And would secure. that
1: mean that you, will because credit cards versus debit cards...
0: Yeah and and this is an interesting point because we're kind of very, a little bit spoiled in Ireland. Um like we we now think okay I've got a credit card I've got a debit card I can use them anywhere what's this all about what does it what difference does it make my credit card I can use all over the world in hundreds of thousands of outlets as it is what's the big deal but actually about 60% of Europeans haven't don't have a credit card And this directive is for all of them. It's for all 400 million people who live in the EU. The most of them don't have a credit card and therefore they don't enjoy maybe the freedoms that we do for online shopping and for uh, money transfers.
1: Mm, credit cards are dangerous. You'd be better off not having one. Well, because, you are, and I've been banging on false, about Because it's a false, it's a false dawn. listen, it or,
0: is. And actually, one of the other measures that's coming going going in, just which will interest people, um, is at the moment, you know, when you, particularly in car hire firms or um, hotels or petrol, you, you have to sometimes get your card pre-approved. So there's a block put on the amount. Now, this is particularly true for car hire. It drives people nuts because... If something goes wrong, they don't know how much is going to be swiped off their card. Now, the new PSD2 directive will limit that. So it's saying only a very specific amount can be pre-blocked on your card. Now, it could be a €1,000, it could be still a lot of money, but it can't be unlimited. And that'll make a big difference to people.
1: In fairness, my problem isn't just the credit card, it's a high maintenance wife. Uh, but there's lots of acronyms now from these directives <laughs> uh, the PSD director, the Payment Services to What's SCA, AISP, TPP? What's all this bullshit? I know.
0: Well, the minute you have banks,
1: you're going to have acronyms. But no, but jargon bamboozles pieces. It absolutely
0: does. And a lot of it is deliberate. The PSD, OK, so that's the Payment Service Directive the SCA so that's what they're calling this process it stands for strong customer authentication so it's that extra second step to make sure that you are who you say you are um the AISP no, so it's the account information service provider this is uh, the, uh, really the name for this these authorised third parties who will be able to do these transactions directly. So these are the Amazons, the credit unions, the banks, whatever, that can talk to each other directly and take money without you having to be involved. And actually, one of the good things about that is, um a lot of the banks now, people will notice they have great apps that allow for budgeting. So they'll give you little fancy diagrams and pie charts about what you're spending your money on, the lattes and the mortgage and the, you know, the the shops and the clothes and all that. And they break down that spending. So that'll improve as well. Uh, TPP, third party providers, that's pretty much anybody that isn't your own bank. Uh, but your banks love to justify themselves by thinking up uh, complicated names for what they do, which is really a very simple job.
1: All right. All this comes from the fine print of the payment service. Services directive. So, if you've seen new codes and texts required for e-banking, essentially, uh, then you now know it. Explained what it is.